Welcome to Naturally Well, a podcast to help you live a healthier and happier life with a Nordic twist. I'm your host, Kate Turner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, Nordic Naturals nutrition specialist, and owner of Live Well with Kate. Today, we're back with Samara Zellniker Gabby. Samara has over a decade of experience teaching yoga, meditation, and mindfulness. She's completed rigorous training in neuroscience, mindfulness, and emotional intelligence from the Search Inside Yourself Leadership Institute, the leadership development program born at Google, and is the owner of Mindfulness Matters, helping clients find fulfillment and make an impact in their lives. In today's episode, we focus on some of the top ways we can achieve fulfillment and happiness. We also discuss what common barriers to look out for that can make us unhappy and how to reframe our mindset around them. So if you're on the path to happiness and fulfillment, which I mean, who isn't? Turn the volume up for this one. Samara, welcome again. I'm so happy to have you back on. We were just talking about infant life, which it's the best (laughs) life but there's lots of schedules, lots of things to do. Um, so I'm so happy we could both make the time to make it on here. I would love for you to start for any of our listeners that didn't listen to our last episode and don't know much about you. Can you just explain to us what you typically do with your clients and how you help them create more fulfillment and impact in their lives? Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me, Kate. I'm so happy to be back. And yes, definitely in a different mindset this time because I'm a new mom, which is incredible. And um, yeah, generally the work that I do with clients is really focused on shifting your mindset. So I believe, you know, if clients are coming to me because they want to change their job or they want to live in a different city or they're looking for a relationship or they want to change their body image or their relationship with their selves, it really starts with our mindset, right? Cause what, you know, your thoughts create your actions, your actions create your life. And so when you're in that mode of what do I want to create in my life or what do I want to shift? It starts with that inner dialogue and that inner work. So we really work on looking at things from different perspectives, understanding where you're um, like running stories or limiting beliefs or things that you've always done. Um, and then from there, you know, once you've kind of gone to the nucleus or the root, you can start to take different action, which then creates a totally different life. Yeah. And then it's just like the trickle effect from there, right? It's like even just the smallest mindset shift can change one thing and then it all just falls into place from there too. So is there well, I always tell my clients how you do anything is how you do everything, right? And so like once oh, we start- I love that. You start to see things from a different perspective. Now, is there anything, I know it's tough too, because obviously like, especially when you're working one-on-one with clients, like you're getting really deep into their each of their individual mindsets, but are there little things- that our listeners could do that can just start to shift their mindset a bit or that you found is like common mindset shifts for most people that have a big impact? Sure. Well, so I always tell my clients like in the most loving way, I'm like, you're not special. And I mean, like what I mean by that is that like, we're way more similar than we are different. Right. So like, of course, when I'm working one-on-one with clients, it is a personalized approach, but, uh, and I'm also, I'm also watching my son at the same time. So we're, we're multitasking right now. Um, it's a personalized approach, but at the same time, there are a lot of common things. Like one of them being 
gratitude, right? So like recognize when you're waking up every day, like, what are you thinking? Are you running through your to-do list? Are you thinking about all the things that are going well or that you're grateful for, you know? And that's like a really, really, really powerful tool, even from a neuroscience perspective, right? So what we focus on expands. And when we start to see more positive things in our life, more positive things then start to happen. It's really like an energy. So that's something that listeners can absolutely do from the get-go. Yeah. And then do you find once like those mindset shifts happen, that's when people start to feel that fulfillment and just more fulfilled in their lives with what they're doing or their relationship, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it's like one of those things that's measured by progress as opposed to reaching your goal. Right. And it's like these small, I I say like small hinges move big doors. So it's small things that change on a daily basis that then change over time. Um, So let's talk about, you know, on our last episode, we were talking a lot about mindfulness. Where is the connection with mindfulness and shifting your mindset, feeling more fulfilled and just feeling happier as well? Well, the practice of mindfulness can really be like distilled into thinking of like being more aware. Okay. So when we're more aware, what happens is then we're more aware of our thoughts. We're more aware of our actions. We're more aware of like the life that we're living, the people we're surrounding ourselves with, you know, how much time we're spending outside in nature, the food we're putting in our body. Right. So like having that awareness, like by having that awareness then gives you the ability to choose. Right. So if you're not aware of it, then you're just kind of going through life on autopilot, doing things the way that you've always done them. The second you become more mindful, you wake up. Right. And when you wake up, you're like, Oh, I have more awareness. I get to then choose different thoughts. I get to choose different actions, which then create a different reality. Yeah. And I feel like it helps you slow down a bit which then we're actually able to make those shifts because right now I feel like so many people are just in go mode and we're not even, we're not controlling our thoughts in a way, even though obviously like there's some level of control there, it's all just subconscious and they're just happening versus us being conscious about them. Um, what are your top ways for people to incorporate mindfulness in their daily routine. That's like, that's a low lift. That's easily that they can put in that for anyone listening that hasn't, they've always wanted to try and incorporate it, but haven't really done it. What would you say are some easy ways they can start? The breath is such a powerful tool. It's something that we're doing involuntarily like all day. It's what keeps us alive, but you can have like more of a presence practice with your breath. Right. So it's like, you can wake up every day and take like five deep breaths and like Make sure that you're really like breathing in through your nose and breathing all the way down into your diaphragm and, you know, different ways. So like there's, you know, thinking about it from that perspective could be really, really helpful. Um, Setting an intention, right? So, so often we're just like, we reach for our phone first thing we do when we wake up. Right. And it's like, okay, shit, you already feel like you're behind. Right. But what if you actually set an intention for the day of like, Hey, I want to have like a really productive day or today. I want to feel a little bit more quiet, or I want to call like magic into my life today. You know? So it's like by simply deciding that and setting the intention, it's like, instead of like things guiding you or like, I mean, obviously it's important to be guided, but you're kind of like back in that like driver's seat to a certain extent. Um, you know, and then obviously a more formalized meditation practice could be really helpful. And when I say formalized practice, it doesn't mean it has to be like 20 minutes daily. It can be two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, whatever you have time for. 
And what are, what have you found at least with your clients, uh, but also, you know, studying all of this as well in terms of what, like we were talking about those limiting beliefs, maybe those energy givers, what are the things that really lead us to be unhappy or have that more of that negative mindset that we're trying to shift? Well, I think that a lot of things that contribute to that are things like comparison, right? So when we look around at other people, when we like doom scroll on our phones, we're like, oh, this person has this thing that I want, you know, or, you know, and we, we kind of like make ourselves lesser than. So I think that's a contributing factor. I think, you know, um, like inaction, right? So like uh, limiting beliefs could be like, well, that's impossible for me, or I can't have that, or like other people get to have that and not me. And then we stay stuck in the inaction, which like makes us further, like almost like sets this like foregone conclusion, right? It's like, oh, well, we thought we couldn't get it. So then of course we can't actually get it, right? Versus like, well, what's one step that I can take, right? So that's another thing that contributes to us. We live in a society where it's like zero to a hundred really fast. We think that things are supposed to happen that way. And we forget that things actually take time and that it needs to start like with one step and then the next and then the next. Right. So it's like starting small um, will contribute to your success versus thinking that you have to like be, you know, all the way advanced. Yeah. And what are some of the things more that you'd say you find are the biggest energy givers that take some of our energy away? So I have all those things I just mentioned, right? So like yeah. comparing yourself to other people, thinking that you have to be like done something almost before you even started staying in inaction, you know, in more concrete terms, like I think like a ton of screen time, you know, it's like if you're on like social media and like you don't have any like boundaries or parameters set around it. Yeah, honestly, like too much time in front of a screen, even like working and not having like work-life balance and like giving yourself time for fun and creativity can contribute to that. And then like not being kind or compassionate to yourself, like not celebrating your wins, right? Because like so often we're like, okay, let's go to the next thing versus like, wow, like this is something I really wanted for a long time. I'm going to celebrate that. If you've listened to many of our expert guests, you know that we all tend to need extra support for our gut health. Whether that's taking a probiotic for optimal digestive and immune support, a digestive enzyme to optimize nutrient availability, or my personal favorite Nordic Naturals Nordic Flora prebiotic powder to support the beneficial probiotic bacteria in your gut and for a good source of fiber, there's gut health support for you, whatever your specific needs may be. And to make digestive and immune health more fun for children, Nordic Naturals offers probiotics in a pixie powder, gummy form, and a powder form for infants that can easily be mixed into room temperature food, formula, or milk. Head to nordic.com and use the code naturallywell15 for 15% off all Nordic Naturals digestive support products for adults, children, and infants. So I'm curious, Mara, too, like what are some other aspects of just wellness and health in general when you're working with clients that you're looking at? So I really look at health as holistic, right? And so I think Mm -hmm. that your home environment is a big contributing factor, right? Your relationships are huge. Again, what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, your physical activity, how you're moving, your like your social life and personal life and your relationships, education, right? Like, are you continuing education, stimulating your mind? So these are like all factors that contribute to your health and wellness. Like your, of course, your professional life contributes to that as well. So it's not looking at wellness as like 
just what you eat or yeah. just exercise or things like that. But it's really looking at it as a wheel and as a holistic format. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really what we're trying to focus on here too, even through the podcast is getting people to realize what, I mean, when we think of health, right, we think about what we're, what we're eating or physical activity. Like those are just the first things now, hopefully more so we are thinking about mental health, but I still feel like the fulfillment happiness piece is not in the equation or people aren't checking in with themselves. Like maybe they're happy with the way they're eating. They're happy with their physical activity. Um, they, you know, feel mentally okay, but in the end, they're still not fulfilled in their life. And I feel like it just goes unnoticed or people push that to the side, but not realizing how much power there is behind it. So I'm curious, like what you've seen with clients when they go from not feeling fulfilled to feeling this fulfillment, like the change it has. And I, you know, I'm sure they also seem like a different person in a positive way. Absolutely. It's like going from like living in black and white to living in color. It's crazy. I call it vanilla coasting. So like before when you're just sort of coasting, you're like, yeah, I'm just whatever coasting and things are fine. Right. And I hate that because it's like, so like not descriptive, right? Like I'd rather things be like horrible or incredible. Right. Because like, I think also when you get to that rock bottom moment, you know, that you need to make a change. And I think we really run from the extremes at times because we don't want to shake it up. And and like, there's a fear that lives inside that, well, what if I make this change or what if I leave my job or what if I leave my relationship, then what? Right. So sometimes it's easier to stay inside our comfort zones. And I think more and more, I know for me in my situation where I was living, where I was working, the relationships I were in, like they weren't aligned for me and they were okay. They weren't bad for some people. They would be amazing. Right. But it was like checking in with myself and saying like, wait, this is like truly what makes me happy. And the answer was no, but I didn't know what was going to make me happy. Right. So you have to understand that you're not necessarily going to have a super clear roadmap ahead of leaping, ahead of taking these steps, ahead of stepping outside of your comfort zone, but like it's called stepping outside of your comfort zone for a reason. Right. And I think that like, luckily, like you said, there's been so much more of emphasis placed on mental health and importance of it that people more and more are recognizing that, yeah, I get to be happy. And yeah, I get to be fulfilled and other people are doing it. So why can't I? Right. And I think that the narrative is slightly shifting and and that's definitely what comes up with my clients. I think already by the time they find me, they know that they deserve it. They're just not sure how. Right. And so that's what we work on together. Yeah. I mean, so many people are going through life passively versus actively choosing, or I find people are like, well, there's nothing wrong technically in my life or nothing bad is happening. So that means it's okay, but they're not fulfilled or they're not excited to get out of bed every day or, and it's, I mean, I feel like we all have that to a degree, right? Like it, it's tough to feel all the time, feel happy and expect to and fulfilled at all times. But I just wanted to start being part of the conversation for people in their own head and in their own lives. And like you said, I think it is, it's being pushed a little bit more by people like you, Samara, and your work, but um, so many people are just going through the motions and it's hard to watch too. 
do you have a way of like anyone who's sitting here listening? That's like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm just going through the, like the motions right now. Maybe, you know, this all sounds great to me. Maybe I'm not as happy as I can be. Do you have like a little, not like a little test people can say to themselves, but like, what is your goal and outcome for people to feel when they're done working with you? My goal and outcome for when people are done working with me is essentially that like anything's possible, right? I think it's like we work and we create like a one month, three month and six month goal. So I feel like they've reached a lot of those goals. And what happens is people come in with a certain set of goals and then end up leaving with like a a different set. Like we far surpass them because it's like, like I said, it's like mind expanding. So things that like you couldn't even see before you're like, oh, wow, that's an option for me. Because a lot of the times we'll like upper limit ourselves from a place of scarcity or not believing that we can do it. Right. So I think for me, it's like really believing that anything's possible and like believing and trusting in yourself. Right. Because like you're your own best friend. And the second you recognize that, and the second you recognize like how powerful you truly are and what lies inside of you, the second you realize like, wow, like, sure, I can like start this business or I can move to this country or I can, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're really calling in, you can do. Right. And, and I think that that's the most important part is like this idea of like empowerment. Are there any, I'm curious as a new mom, are there any mindset shifts you had to do personally or just like mentally go through and use some of your own tools on yourself? Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, for me, I've been, you know, in this body and this mind for 30 plus years and, not as a mom. And then as a mom, I was like, Oh, like what's right. What's wrong. You know? And so like, I've really worked on like not comparing myself to other people based on uh, all the things I just told you that like, you know, comparison can be the thief of joy. It can contribute to those energy trains. But then I was like, but I don't know what Hey, it was like an information thing. Cause I actually didn't know what to do. So there was that element of it, but then there's so many different kinds of moms and so many different kinds of kids. Right. So like ultimately like at first it's like information gathering, but then you start to be like, well, should I have done this or should I breast it for longer? Or should I do this with my kid? Or should it, you know, and it's like before actually finding again, your intuitive voice of like, oh no, this is actually what's right for me. Um, then that, then that shifts. Yeah. And not doing, like you said, the comparison, which is really hard as new because everyone's also, which, you know, smart, everyone's giving you advice too. like, oh, you should, be, you should have them on this schedule or you should do no schedule or you should feed them this amount of it. It's, there's so much that comes at you and it's sometimes hard to navigate, but you do, I feel like you finally get in your groove, but you do, you have to listen to your own intuition and, and what works for you and your child, because every baby is different. Um, are there any like daily health and wellness routine rituals that you've picked up since becoming a new mom or, or have tried to? I mean, I don't know if I picked up new ones so much as maintaining the ones that I've had. So like prioritizing exercise, you know, prioritizing, meditation, you know, my husband and I were actually just talking about it last night and and having a kid forces you to be so present because they're so present and like, that's such a gift. So I actually think that parenting and having a family is like, can be a massive contributor to a mindfulness practice if you're already doing the work, right. Cause it's also really easy to like lose your patience if your kid is crying or there's, you know, so I think it's, it's like with every transitional stage in life, it's an opportunity to go deeper 
or mm-hmm. to go off the right, you know, like it will also show you like the amount of work that you still have to do too. And so I think that's part of it too, is like, you know, like maintaining communication with my husband and maintaining communication with our son, like all of that, um, just needs to be more crystallized and, and, and clear. And so that's something that we've worked on, which has been such a blessing, you know, and sharing responsibilities and supporting each other. And, you know, that's been really, really incredible and relationship with family and having them be involved. And, you know, I think all of that gives you an opportunity to go deeper. Um, yeah, no, so, it's you. And I think, you know, like, it's also like your schedule kind of goes out the door to a certain extent, um, which as an entrepreneur, you're like, wait, what, you know? And so I think that honoring that and like understanding that like, there is like a certain schedule that you can come to rely on, but that you're also like on the baby schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything relies on them, but no, it's cool because you do have all you know, obviously your family relationships and all these different things you've been doing, but then once baby comes in, it's cool because it's all in a new way. Everything's different and everything's new, even though it's a lot of like the same people or the same rituals you've been doing. Um, but it's just a new experience. Well, Samara, this well, has you're been great. Yeah. Right? Like you're different. I, yep. So you're coming oh, out from a different yeah. perspective. It's crazy. Yeah. Your mindset's completely different. I'm glad you brought up being present too, because I've noticed like, I barely know where my phone is when I'm with my son. I mean, I usually don't. And it's usually because he's taken it and probably hidden it somewhere, but it's great. (laughs) I love it. I love being more present. And I do notice I'm like, you're actually helping me. Um, but I think that's, that's an easy way too, is like just noticing that like, okay, I'm more present also because I don't have my phone near me. So even if he's not there, that's an easy way or putting it on like airplane mode or something like that. Um, I know has always helped me too, but this has been so great. Um, if you remember, we like to end every episode with a little rapid fire Q and a, so I have different questions for you this time, just for our guests to get to know you a little bit more. Um, and our listeners can learn more about you, but what is your favorite way to move your body? I have so many favorite ways. First first one that comes to mind. I think yoga. I would say yoga. Love it. Favorite social activity. Going to the beach. I love it. And what's your go-to breakfast? Avocado toast. (laughs) I'm like, is that your go-to? Sorry, you have to think about it, but that's if you're mixing Well, I'm trying to think of what I have every morning. I'm not like a huge eater in the morning. I always make myself a matcha or my husband will make us a juice. So that's like that's like a everyday thing. I have a matcha every single morning that I make at home and it's a beautiful ritual, yeah. but then actual, if I was like going out to have a breakfast or if I was going to make something, I would make like maybe avo toast with eggs for sure. Yeah. But that's, that's more on the, on the rare than, than the regular. Cause I'm, I'm generally not hungry first thing in the morning. No, I love it. And love that honesty. Um, okay. So let's talk about where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? I know you said you have a few things coming up, um, that hopefully you can share with everyone. Absolutely. So I'm I'm pretty active on Instagram. I'm at mindfulness matters there. So feel free to engage, shoot me a DM, especially if anything from our conversation today resonated. We're also, so twice a year, I launched my group coaching program, which is called the shift Academy. So we're about to launch that in October. So you can find more info about that on my website. We're doing a three 
uh, a free day webinar. So it's like 20 minutes each day. And it's, it's actually on a lot of the topics that we talked about. So it's like, how are you gaining clarity in your life? That's in alignment with your goals that like helps you to take action. Um, and I also have a one day retreat coming up in Malibu on October 8th. So if anyone's local to LA, it's a full day of wellness from nine to five. And we have lots of amazing programming. Uh, it's an unbelievable location, so much like goodness and, and like retreat vibes plan for that day. So a lot of ways to connect a lot of things coming up. Um, yeah, obviously joining the three-day workshop is is a great way to get engaged Instagram or come to a retreat. Yeah. And if anyone follows Samara on Instagram, you would know her retreats are real nice or they look really nice too. Um, well, thank you so much, Samara. I'm so glad we could connect again, especially now both as new moms. Um, and hopefully we will talk again soon. I would love that. Thanks so much for having me, Kate. This week, I want you to pick one of the barriers Samara identified and aim to reframe your mindset around it. Also, if you haven't listened to our first episode with Samara about mindfulness, I highly recommend you go listen. It will give you all the tools you need and the why to be more mindful throughout your day and help guide you to better fulfillment and happiness. Thank you for listening to Naturally Well by Nordic Naturals. And remember, you can catch some of our episodes of the podcast on our Naturally Well YouTube channel. For something to do in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at livewellwithkate, where I typically live on my stories, providing a variety of daily health and wellness tips. Naturally Well is hosted by myself, Kate Turner, and produced by Andrew Steven. If you have any questions, please send us an email at podcast at nordicnaturals.com, and we hope to answer your question on air. If you like the show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.